Hey guys, how we doing and how we feeling today? Okay, so with this episode, episode 41, we're kicking off season four of Pop and Bop. And we're going to talk about Miley Cyrus's new album, Endless Summer Vacation. Now, Miley needs no further introduction. She is has been one of the biggest pop stars, I would say, ever since uh, the late 2010s, you know, when she was in her Disney era. And now here we are with this album. Now, the singles that we had for this album were Flowers, which is already a number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100, and River. Now, this album is 43 minutes long, so it is kind of a, well, not long, but it's like a standard uh, listening session, you know, in terms of length. But is it worth your while? Let's find out. Okay, so Miley described this album as as if it were into broken into two parts. So the first one is the AM side, which she describes as there's the buzz and energy and new possibilities. So starting with the AM side, we kick off the album with the lead single slash opening track, Flowers. As I already said, this has already been a number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100. And it's the second number one hit for Miley. Her first number one hit was Wrecking Ball off of her 2013 album Bangers. Now, this song basically talks about moving on from a failed relationship and having a strong enough level of self-love that it completely that it completely eclipses how your past lover treated you. And this is a new installment in Miley's Empowerment Anthems. And also it goes without saying that this song, not only because it already peaked at number one, but it is a pretty good song, pretty good record. And it also sets the scene for the album. Now, and it's also one of my highlights on the album. Now, moving on to track number two, Jaded. In Jaded, Miley gives a really strong vocal performance, backed by some backed by some soothing instrumentation and this song talks about a song sorry this song talks about regret and missed opportunities in a relationship that didn't pan out the other person wasn't even willing to acknowledge their faults in the relationship and would do anything to avoid talking about it this song is also a highlight for me and it's also been a fan favorite for many fans So, moving on to track number three, Rose-Colored Lenses. It talks about wanting to stay in a simpler state with someone else because you fear that a storm is bound to come with that person. The title alludes to the album name Endless Summer Vacation because it talks about wanting to hold on to something wonderful and not wanting it to ever come to an end. Now, track number four, Thousand Miles featuring Brandy Carlisle. This is a nice laid-back country-infused track, reminiscent of Younger Now. Um, it's a song about not really wanting, 
sorry, about not really knowing where you're headed following the end of a relationship and being okay with that. And Brandy's backing vocals and country background make this song feel like a more complete package. Um, now, track number five, You. Oh, and also, Thousand Miles is also a highlight for me on the album. Now, moving on to track number five, You. It talks about wanting to do all kinds of outlandish things as long as your lover is right by your side. This song is all right, but it does lose a little of the momentum that Thousand Miles was carrying. Now, track number six, the last song on the AM side, Handstand. These are are some pretty suggestive lyrics. I'm just gonna leave it at that. The production in this song really takes you out of the song. I mean, towards the middle of the song, the production really feels like it was thrown in out of nowhere. Like it really didn't make sense within the context of the song. Maybe I didn't get it, but for me, it felt out of place. And that's why I feel that it's a forgettable track on the album. Now, the PM, moving on to the PM side, which Miley described as a good time to either rest or go out and explore the wild side. Starting with River, the second single of this album, Miley kicks off the back half of the album with a bang. This is a pretty club-friendly track, the most out of any of the songs on the album. Um, once again, some suggestive lyrics here, and this is an undoubtable high point in the album. Now, track number eight, Violet Chemistry, talks about wanting a connection with someone else to stay intact, even if that person doesn't seem to share that same desire. Now, this song, it's not a bad song. It actually, for me, gets better towards the end. With that being said, it it does lose a little of the flow that a river had, no pun intended, had going. Um, Now, moving on to track number nine, Muddy Feet featuring Zia. Miley channels her bad bitch side, knowing that the other person no, sorry, not knowing that other person, uh, once again, uh, sorry, letting that other person know just who she is and why she shouldn't be trifled with. She seems to be talking about discovering her partner's infidelity and immediately kicking them out. Sia, unfortunately, as with Brandy Carlisle, she only plays a minor role in the song, only providing backing vocals towards the end. But they are at least pretty beautiful. I'll say that. Now, track number 10, Wild Card. Uh, another one of my highlights. Uh, and I forgot to mention that Muddy Feet and River are also highlights for me on the album. Okay, so Wild Card. Uh, Miley's vocals really shine here and it talks about being unpredictable in a relationship one moment wanting more from it and the next getting cold feet now track number 11 Island an interesting detail about the song Tish Cyrus uh, Miley's mom actually said that uh, the heartbeat that you listen to 
in the beginning of the song, in the intro, it's actually Miley's heartbeat, which is actually a pretty nice detail. And it's a slower track to preface for the closing track. The intro has a, also a, like a kind of a cinematic feel to it. It talks about a mental safe space and wondering whether it feels like a paradise or loneliness. She misses a past lover, yet she feels as, as if she's better off by herself. The song does sound like a, like being on an island, on an island to be fair. <clears throat> and lastly, we have Wonder Woman. Another highlight for me on the album. This is a pretty beautiful, heartfelt ballad to close out the album. And it talks about wanting to present oneself as an unbreakable person when in reality pain is as present as, is, as it is with everyone. And yeah, I mean, basically the, the, the recurring themes that are talked about in this, in this album are self-love, finding new love, after that, uh, overcoming that breakup and, you know, inner strength, I would say also. Now, my final overall thoughts on the album, there is actually um, kind of like a um, sort of documentary slash um, set of performances called Backyard Sessions on Disney+. Plus. I watched it, it's pretty good. And Miley performs a selection of tracks of the album, sharing the stories behind each song. She even performs one of her most emblematic songs, The Climb. And it's a clever marketing tool and visual aid for the album. Miley further solidifies her versatility as an artist, as she once again switches up her sound following her previous album, Plastic Hearts, Rock Sound. Now, is this album Miley's best album to date? 100% yes. Sorry, no. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. Uh, this is not Miley's best album to date, in my opinion. For me, Plastic Hearts is Miley's best album to date. And just to have a little recap of her discography. Um, <clears throat> okay, so Miley has had nine... Well, with this, with this album, she has 10 bodies of work in her discography. The first four are part of her Disney slash Hollywood Records era. From Meet Miley Cyrus when she was in Hannah Montana up until Can't Be Tamed. And then starting with Bangers, she's with, she was with RCA Records up until Plastic Hearts. And... After releasing Plastic Hearts, she departed RCA Records and joined Columbia Records. So now, um, having listened to all the albums chronologically, we can um, conclude, as I said, that Miley has a lot of versatility as an artist. You know, she has dabbled with many genres. Uh, I mean, she has gone from pop to rock to R&B to country. So.
So yeah, I mean, Miley is just that kind of artist that just keeps surprising you. She's kind of like a chameleon. Like she, she switches it up every era. I mean, at least for me, I was expecting a, a follow-up record to Plastic Hearts. I mean, that she would follow up that rock sound, but alas, she didn't. But with that being said, I did like the sound of this album. And finally, what score do I give Endless Summer Vacation? I give it four out of five stars. So yeah, guys, that was my review for Endless Summer Vacation by Miley Cyrus. Before I go, make sure to follow Pop and Bob on social media. It's at Pop and Bob on Instagram and Twitter, at Pop and Bob One on TikTok, and Pop and Bob on Facebook and YouTube. So thank you so much for listening, guys. I'm Emilio Fernandez. Can't wait to see, can't wait for you guys to see what is in store for this season. And see you next time.